Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. And welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee, and I'm your host, Brett Dicer. And if you could please subscribe to Digital Coffee on your favorite podcasting site, wherever you listen to, just give me a five-star review if you love it. If not, let me know how we can do better. But this week, it's just all about Overwatch 2, because Overwatch 2 just came out, and I actually got a chance to play a bit of it, so I will give my opinion about what I like and what I dislike about it, and what's kind of weird about it, and kind of the whole thing about why streamers are always so happy about this for now. But let's get that brewing coffee. So hopefully you got your digital cup ready. So let's get brewing. Mm, that's good. All right. So last week I didn't be able to do it because I was traveling. And then as you can probably hear, I am a little sick from a sinus infection, which is always fun to have, but I am back at it. And yes, I actually got into the Overwatch 2 beta, closed beta, whatever you want to do. I didn't initially get into it. I had to watch four hours of a streamer to actually do it, which is unfortunate, but it doesn't seem like a lot of people got into the actual Overwatch 2 beta. So I feel like it's a little funny that they said that you get a chance to, but most of the chances were that you got the the streamers got a chance to get the Overwatch two beta codes because they wanted those sweet sweet viewership on Twitch, which isn't really viewership when you're forced to watch four hours, but you don't really watch four hours. You have it on the background and you do other things. You're not really paying attention to it. You're it's just there to quote unquote watch. So I thought that was kind of funny in general. It is an inflated number, as always, as I always say that a lot of these numbers are going to be overinflated until we get better actual analytics and better actual strategies when involves Twitch, but this just helps Twitch viewership numbers. And so whatever makes them happy, but that's how I got it. So that was my journey. And then when I finally got it, I finally got the drop, I downloaded it and then I had server errors. It eventually did fix itself. They eventually got, I think they got just more servers up and running, but then I got to play it and, well, I have mixed feelings about this game. I actually am one of the few that will probably say, I miss 6v6. I still think 6v6 is a good number, a good balance to actually have for this type of game, but that's my opinion and we'll get into the negatives first, So, but let's get into the positives first. So positives are the sound design is actually really good. It's actually upgraded from the original Overwatch. The weapons just, for the most part, most of the weapons feel a lot chunkier. I didn't really hear too much of a difference in Batiste's weapon, but everything else feels a lot chunkier from either what I heard from other streamers or playing myself. It's just a lot chunkier, even Doomfist's shotgun knuckles are a lot chunkier. Sombra's SMG is a lot chunkier. Even so, well, Soldiers is very chunky. It just sounds a lot better. It feels a lot better type of a thing. Even Widowmaker feels 
a lot more weightier when you're shooting the weapon. And so the sound design is good all around. The maps, maps are pretty good. I do like the change in, I guess, different times in the maps. And I hope they put more like nighttime maps, daytime maps, evening maps. They do different things with it. So they have several different types of maps that we play through. It just adds the more maps. I mean, they're not really going to change much. The old maps of the maps of the original Overwatch 1 look a lot better in Overwatch 2, but they really haven't changed much. 2CP is gone, so if you hated 2CP, well, Overwatch 2 is for you. I was indifferent about it. I thought 2CP was interesting but hard at the same time, and sometimes it worked out for you. Sometimes you just rolled right through. Sometimes you won by seconds to spare and sometimes it was the opposite way where defense held you terribly or you lost at the second point but either way it's gone there's no more you got push instead which is a new map so you got a new mode you got new maps and the new maps i think are pretty good for the most part they're a little still a little confusing at parts but it feels like there's more verticality of going places and going everywhere. So that's another good thing. The new hero, Sojourn, is actually a pretty good, decent hero. I actually do like her kit and how she plays. And she's more of a... the To figure out a player is a very low skill, skill, but to actually use her effectively is a high skill ceiling. Bastion is a good rework as well. I've actually played Bastion more than I've ever played Bastion in the original Overwatch or Overwatch Live. So that is a plus. I do like Arissa's kit in general. I do think it needs to be toned, tuned a little bit lower because I do think she's a little overpowered. But tanks in general feel like two tanks in one, meaning that it's a lot harder to eliminate them in the game, which is a good and bad thing in general but they are since there's only one tank you have to make them survive a lot longer than before so it's a toss-up i do think some of the more dominant tanks are either going to be doomfist in the right composition orissa always is going to be it for a while reinhardt is surprisingly tanky and pretty good for the most part and Sigma as well. Ball can be good because you're not getting stunned like crazy. And so that's actually a pretty good thing as well. R- Roadhog is... I still think he's tuned a little bit too. I think he's a lot harder to still kill. I think he's a, definitely a lot harder to kill than in Overwatch Live. And that's going to be the the balancing issues they're going to have to figure out is how much should tanks be survivable and how much should the enemy team be allowed to kill them? Because right now it's a little bit of a difficult thing to figure out that part of it. And that's going to be the biggest thing so far, but that's the positives for me so far. So let's get on with the negatives. I do not like five E five. I think it's just, I think it's for Overwatch, it's a little off. I think 6v6 was a good idea. It still is a good idea. I think they just needed to figure out. I think if they still had 6v6, you still move Doomfist to tank roll and you still move Orisa with a new kit. And that could have helped. And you had two tanks that only had shields and then you separate them out. So 
that's the thing is that 6v6 needed to be more refined and they didn't really want to refine it too much. I guess they didn't want to make it as accessible as possible. But if you eliminate one of the tanks with shields, you only have two tanks with shields, which you could still have quote unquote double shields. But Arissa is a very interesting tank now because she's very mobile and she can basically impact the fights that you do quite easily. So I still think 6v6 could have actually worked a lot better. I think they could have just done some of it, tuned it, do the two fire strikes for Reinhardt, tuned it down a little bit to maybe be like 60 per shot, which is 120 or maybe 50, which would be a hundred, which would have been one in the live version. And then allow him to cancel his charge, which I always think was a good idea because in live, if you, if you charge in, well, let's hope you make the right call. Cause if not, you are dead in two seconds. So there's that push is a little weird. And I guess they'll be talking about it later, but it's still negative cause it's a little weird, but I just, I'm not liking the five E five at all. I know a lot of streamers are saying how great it is, how awesome it is. And I just don't, I don't really see how, why it's so much better. And I feel like just because it's all, it's new, they're saying it's better because they're having more fun quote unquote. And it's all right. It's, it's more shooty shooty than it is about tactics for the most part. And that's, my fear about that was that it was going to be a lot more shooty shooty about it. And well, it is, it's, it's very shooty shooty. <laughs> so I was hoping for a little more of kind of the tactics involved with overwatch one, but it's not really much anymore. Granted it is new. So we're not going to really going to see a lot of that, but right now that's, that's really all, all, all it is. The name, the negatives aren't as much as the positives. I still think a lot of the changes are very welcome change in general, but that's just it. I do think for the negative, they need to figure out a way to balance how long tanks survive because the problem is, is that, and maybe this is more team composition is if you don't focus on the tanks, a lot of times they will roll you by almost by themselves to a certain extent, which is unfortunate and so tanks don't need as much help in that way. Not saying that they can't be ruled, but I'm just saying in general, they could, they very much will, will impact the, the battle for the most part, which is what tanks should do. Even in Overwatch 1, the tanks really do dictate the battle and how well you do. But my problem is, is that it feels like more of that is in this one in general. So... That's my thing on that one. It's just my really negative thing is I just I just prefer five six v six over five v five in general, but that's about it. And moving on to what's kind of what feels weird. And that really is push. Push feels a little weird. It feels it's an interesting mode, but I don't I don't think it's a complete good replacement of two CP. I think it's a more interesting replacement of it. And it's mostly because it's new and I'm trying, still trying to figure out the newness of it and seeing if it's actually good. I was not going to put it on negative cause I don't think it's really a negative cause it's new. So if it was terrible, terrible, yeah, but looks like 
there are go- there there's going to be less ties in this one, which I think they were trying to do because two CP there was a lot of tying in comp, and this one there's a lot less of that. They could happen though, but there's a lot less, and there's not gonna really going to be very many quote unquote ties to this one. So that's a little bit of a weird a weird thing as well. There's not really too many other weird things about Overwatch too. I think Somers Kit's a little interesting slash weird, and I usually, if I play DPS on Overwatch Live or Overwatch 1, I play Sombra because it's fun and people get mad at me if I actually do a really good job. But her kit is is interesting because I thought initially it was just terrible, but I just didn't know how to play it because it's very different from original Overwatch, which I kind of like. still like the whole hacking to hack or even the most impactful thing, her alt to cancel all other abilities but unfortunately that just did not work very well for the current one so they changed it up to be where instead of that you are basically basically just giving a damage buff to everything and you do do an interrupt like a one second interrupt so if you can stop something from happening you can do that i don't know if it's fully working or it looks like in some videos that I've watched from streamers like Fitzy, it, the her alt doesn't interrupt really other alts, which is another interesting part. But if you can get in the back line and really cause some damage, like take out their supports first and just really, really lay into it, it works. It, it works really well. And it's kind of fun to hack turrets invisible and hack health packs invisible. Now, I was trying to stay away from Sombra for a little bit because I just didn't want to play my main during Overwatch 2, but some people played, so I counter Sombra, and we actually, for the most part, won every time I countered. Because once you play an Overwatch 1 Sombra, you kind of figure out how to play her in general. And even though my first route was, or first time playing, I was like, oh, this isn't good. And then eventually I played again. I was like, okay, now I get it a little bit more. Yeah, play a little bit more sneakily and make sure you hack who anybody you're doing it. But Sombra is, I would almost say, is basically good and start being meta because of the damage buff you get from hacking, let's say, tanks or anything like that. Unfortunately, you can't really... And for interrupting Roadhog's healing ability, I mean, you can do that with Orisa too. I've played Orisa, I played the tanks and the healer role. No, he, well, I played all of them, actually. And I actually will have to say, the other weird part is that tanks is a long queue time, DPS is second to a long queue time, and no one wants to play support, which is weird to see that tanks are getting a lot of love because in Overwatch Live, no one wants to play tanks, but now everybody wants to play tanks. So it's kind of funny to see that actually happen. But for the most part the weird and so those are the weirdest parts about it is that push is just feels weird because I'm just not really used to it and seeing queue times on tanks being the most queue times out of anything and then usually DPS second and then support last is funny. So if you want to get into games quickly, you gotta play support, but never play support very well. So there's that. But Overall, am I enjoying my time with Overwatch? Yes, I am enjoying my time overall with Overwatch. I think the updates are 
meaningful and impactful enough to actually work. Even though I disagree with the 5v5, it's not terrible and it can work and I'll just basically have to get used to it as always. But I still think deep down that the 6v6 was probably the perfect combination of it. It's just unfortunately... They just couldn't balance it. People didn't really want it anymore. They were tired of uh, the two shield, double shield. That was a, always a big problem to them, even though there was, it was, there was enough counters to double shield. It just a lot of times you have to play Arissa, or not even Arissa, but the Sombra, and basically hack one of the shields, and you only have one shield to deal with. But there was a lot of that in general. So it was Blizzard's attempt to deal with double shield without really dealing with double shield. And this was the easiest way of doing it from eliminating double shields. It's not easy because they have to rework a lot of the heroes and they still got a lot of heroes to where you work. I think McCree's little grenade now is, is now just a, a grenade that can stick to you is I wish it was a flat actual flash where it blinded you for maybe a second or two, but unfortunately they went to the more damage route, which I don't agree with. But overall, I like that Doomfist being in a tank, and I do like Arissa's new kit and gear. It needs to be tuned down a little bit, but I do like her new kit. I think it's a really good, thoughtful process to f- eliminating shields, but making her impactful during a fight and making her a hell of a lot harder to deal with, too. So. There is that. But all in all, I think Overwatch 2 could be good. We'll just have to wait until actual final launch for it. But a good overall beta. There wasn't too many issues in general. But what do you think? Did you get into the beta or not? Let me know in the comments below. And thank you for listening to Digital Coffee. As always, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on your favorite podcasting site that you listen to it give a five-star review if you like it if not let me know how i can do better but join me next week as we talk about what's going on in the pc gaming industry all right guys stay safe game on play overwatch 2 if you got into it and see you next week later the lasik vision institute offers free virtual consultations so you can get all your questions answered from the comforts of home questions like is LASIK affordable? Right now at the LASIK Vision Institute, get 20% off LASIK in May. That can be over $900 off when treating both eyes, plus financing. So visit mylvioffer.com. Must mention this promotion and be treated in May of 2022 to qualify. 20% off standard price procedure cannot be combined with any other offers. Go to mylvioffer.com for details.